hear the crowds roaring. Woo-hoo! Happy Thursday! <laughs> hey, Kai Alpha. It's so good to kind of see you guys, I guess. It's good to be online, and if I could, man, I would give you all like a big hug. But we're practicing social distancing, so that would just be inappropriate, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I hope you guys are having a great week, especially since this is the first week of classes for a lot of you. Uh, especially online classes too, switching from in-person to online classes. So for half of my college degree, I took all of my classes online. And I was shook when I had to make that transition from you're in a lecture with a person, you're having a conversation to watching a video on, on your computer. It was definitely a transition. So if you're going through these online lectures, keep your head up. This is only temporary, it's only a season, you can do this, 110%, you can do this. And so like TJ said, we're starting a new series called Countercultural. So for tonight and throughout the entire month of April, we will be taking a phrase from our society and putting it under the lens of scripture to see what God says about it. So for instance, you might say that a person is a goat, but you know, what does God have to say about who actually is the greatest of all time? Or we say things like, hey, go live your best life where I'm living my best life as we're watching Netflix on the couch eating Cheetos. But how can we actually practice true self-care to ensure that we are truly living? Or I hear this a lot of times. It's like, man, she just left me on red. But really, what do we do when our prayers go unanswered? And how can we hear the voice of God? And there's even one that I just learned recently from the youth at, at youth group at my church, and it's called clout. I had no idea what it meant, but hey, you know, we're going to talk about kingdom clout and how we can make Jesus famous and not ourselves. Uh, so tonight, I want to talk about being shook. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who may not have heard this word before, maybe some parents that are watching, shook is the past tense form of shake, of the verb shake, all right? This word, this word can have a whole host of meanings from like feelings of discombobulation to feelings of fear to rage, even feelings of excitement. So for instance, I was shook this past couple weeks when Dr. Pepper released their new flavor, <laughs> green Dr. Pepper cream and soda. I was shook and this, <laughs> Y'all, I'm shook right now. <laughs> I'm shook, but hey, this is not a sponsored ad, but I want to encourage all you guys. One, don't spill it on yourselves, but two, enjoy some Dr. Pepper because it's, it's really great. It's really great. All right, I'm going to put this away. <laughs> but we can be shook about a lot of things in our life, right? So many of you know that growing up, I was the greatest soccer player on every team that I, you know, was on. At least that's what I thought as I dominated the bench position. <laughs> and I was shook when I realized that actually I was horrible at soccer and I really wasted a lot of my time and my parents' time going to all the practices and all the games and all the tournaments. But it was also the same story with my cheerleading career. So my sister, she was a cheerleader for many years and every year they would have a tryout and every year I would try out. The first year I, I thought I was a sure win for the team, okay? I practiced hard, I said the cheers loudly, you know, and I even put my hair in a cute little ponytail. 
But once again, I was horrible. You guys, I was horrible. And after going through not one, not two, but three agonizing years of trying out for the cheer team and not making it, they finally let me in. They finally let me in. Guys, I was shook, more shook than that Dr. Pepper. Guys, it was a miracle. And while my cheer career only lasted a year or two, I sure gave it my all despite the uh, multiple rejections that I received. And I'm sure many of you had times in your life where you were shook, whether it's something small like that Dr. Pepper or not making the cheer team for three years. The truth is that there are many times in our life where we will be shaken. We will be shook at some point in our lives. And I'm sure many of us have been shaken in the past few weeks by this pandemic happening in our world due to the coronavirus. We are living in a time of uncertainty where information is seeming to evolve on an hourly basis. Businesses are closing, schools are being shut down or moving to online classes, and the virus is affecting more people than we hoped. And we're seeing the world just being shaken by the events that are happening. And tonight, I want to remind us, remind everyone watching, that God is the unshakable God. Amen. There is nothing that is going to shake him. Go ahead and put that in the comments. Nothing will shake God. And better yet, God promises that he will make us unshakable if we just put our faith and our trust in him. During these times, we may be uncertain. Times might be changing, and they might cause a lot of uncertainty but we can be unshaken in Christ. We may be uncertain, but we can be unshaken in Christ. So in the midst of these challenging circumstances, God says that we can be unshakable. But how? How do we anchor our souls when the ways of life threaten to undo us? You know, what are we to do when, when a family member receives a terrible uh, or a terrifying diagnosis? What if it weren't currently in a season filled with emotional or physical pain? How can we trust God in the midst of our depression or our anxiety? And what are we to do when the next step in our life seems so unclear or we've never taken online classes before and honestly, that really scares us. If God is the unshakable God and everything in our world seems so uncertain, how can we remain unshaken? And I was thinking some of these similar questions this past week, and that's when I stumbled upon um, this verse in Psalm 16. Psalm 16, 8 says this, I will keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That's so good, I'm gonna go for a second. Psalm 16, 8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. And I really love this verse because it seems so simple. All we need to do is keep our eyes on God and we won't be shaken. But I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems easier said than done. Notice here that it says, it doesn't say to keep your eyes on God only when it's hard or only when it's easy or only when it's convenient or fits into your schedule. No, it says to always keep our eyes on God and the good, the bad, and the ugly, we must keep our eyes on God. That's the key. That's the key to being unshakable, to being unshook, is keeping our eyes on God. And I believe that shakiness, this internal turmoil that we feel sometimes, comes when we try to fight a battle that's not ours. 
This shakiness comes when we try to carry burdens that aren't ours to carry. Shakiness comes when we worry and we become anxious about things beyond our control and we try to work it out in our own power. That's when shakiness comes. And guys, I want to tell you that we are not called to be shaken. We are not called to figure everything out on our own power. But I'm here to remind you tonight that we can rely and trust in the promises of God and the promises that we see in his word. Because it says that if we put our trust and our faith in God, he promises to make us unshakable. That if we keep him at the center of our lives and we obey his simple instructions in the word of God, times will come where the winds and the waves and the storms will come, but they won't shake us because we are built on the solid rock. God is unshakable. He is unchanging, and we can put our trust and our hope and our faith in God because he's trustworthy. God is trustworthy. But how? Okay, so it always comes to that question. Okay, but how? How can we have this unshakable faith? You know, what does that look like? And as I was kind of thinking about this this past week, um, I watched a video, and it, and it talked about the story of Peter when he walked on the water in Matthew 14. You know, it says that scripture says that there was this huge storms and waves were hitting this boat where the disciples were. And they thought they saw a ghost, but really it was Jesus walking on the waters and his disciples were scared. They were terrified. And then Jesus told him, told them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So then Peter, you know, wanted to test the waters a little bit. He said, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. So Jesus did, and Peter obeyed, and step after step, he was doing the miraculous. He was walking on the water. He was walking in step with God's command, you know, had his gaze on Jesus. But then scripture says that when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, and he began to look around at the wind around him, that's when he began to sink. He was shaken as he took his eyes off of Jesus. When he listened to Jesus and trusted in his command, he was sturdy and safe in the middle of the storm. And notice that the storm didn't go away, but he was safe and secure as he kept following after Jesus and his command. And it's like that verse I shared earlier, Psalm 16, 8, I will keep my eyes on the Lord always. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. When we keep our eyes on the Lord, just like Peter did, we will not be shaken. So we too can have this unshakable faith. And I wanna share with you guys just three simple ways we can have this unshakable faith in the unshakable God. And so the first is this, if you're taking notes or you wanna put it in the comments, that unshakable faith in God is based on his character. Unshakable faith in God is based on his character. Strong faith in God is much more than merely hoping things will turn out okay. You know, it's, it's deeper, it's more profound than simply just wanting the best for a situation. Our faith must be based in the character and in the nature of God. And I heard it once said that faith is the leaning of the entire human personality upon God in absolute trust and confident in his power and wisdom and goodness. It's saying, God, I want to trust in all that you are with all that I am. Having unshakable faith 
and God in his character says, no matter what comes my way, no matter what wind shakes the boat, no matter what storm I might find myself in, I will trust in you, God, with all that I am. And, and I love that because God's character is not like ours. See, we can change and grow and learn from different experiences, but God is unchanging. He is everlasting and he is steadfast. God wouldn't be God if he wasn't all powerful and all present and all good, but that's exactly who he is and he will never change. God will never change. So our faith is safe and secure when we place it in God's character. And one of my favorite things about God is that he is not a God that's far removed from his creation or he doesn't care about the intimate details of our lives because scripture says that God is good that he's full of love, that he's patient, that he's all-powerful. And what we find when we look into scripture is a God who is worthy of our trust. He's worthy of our praise, and he's worthy of our adoration. So we can put our faith and trust in God because he's trustworthy. He, we can have unshakable faith in God because he's mighty and he cares for us personally. So unshakable faith in God is based on his character. And point number two, unshakable faith in God is also based on his promises. Unshakable faith in God is also based on his promises. So a faith that's unmovable is a faith that takes hold of God's promises and won't let go until they're fulfilled. So once you make Jesus Lord of your life, all of God's promises, scripture says, that are found in the Bible, they're, they're yes and amen, that they're, they're true, and God's true to his promises. So in every and any circumstance we might find ourselves in, we can stand on the promises of God that we find in scripture. But what exactly do, does God promise? And I'm just going to say a few. Um, so God promises in his word for me and for you. He promises to work in us until we are fully conformed to the image of his son. He promises to meet our needs with his glorious abundance. He promises to give us divine wisdom to navigate the complexities of life. He promises for us to produce fruit in and through us. He promises to answer our prayers in big, unimaginable, world-changing ways. He promises to never leave us or forsake us. He promises to do more than we could ask or imagine. And he promises to give us joy, comfort, peace, and strength when our faith is in him. So those promises, they're for me and for you, and those are just a few of the thousands of promises that we find in scripture. And I love this quote by Charles Spurgeon. He's a preacher. He was a preacher in the 1800s. And when he was talking about the promise-keeping God, he said this, that there is no saint here who can out-believe God because God never out-promised himself yet. There is no saint here who can out-believe God. God never out-promised himself yet. So if God promised it in his word, we can stake everything on it. He is true and he is faithful to act on his word. And so unshakable faith in God is based on his character and it's based on his promises. And the third point I want to leave you with is that unshakable faith in God is rooted in his past faithfulness. So we can put our trust in the God who's faithful, right? Because he never changes. 
Scripture says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I know for myself, there have been many times in the past where I had to remind myself that God was faithful to me in the past. That if God was faithful to me in the past, he'll be faithful in the future. That's who he is. And as I look on my life, God's been faithful time and time and time again. And I want to encourage you this week to think of ways that God's been faithful to you. So for instance, he's been faithful to save me from my sins and to give me an assurance of my salvation and my eternity. He's been faithful to set me free from the bondage of fear, anxiety, and feelings of worthlessness and pain. He's been, he's been faithful to hear my prayers and to answer them in ways that I never could have imagined or could have asked for. He's been faithful to protect my family and to provide for them over the years. He's been faithful to guide me in times of uncertainty with my future. He's been faithful and he is faithful and he'll continue to be faithful. And for you, he will never cease to be faithful in your life. And at times, we may be uncertain. We can be unshaken, though, as we put our faith in God's character, in his promises, and in his past faithfulness. So if you feel shaky tonight, I know many of us might, I want to encourage you to rest in the promise of an unshakable God. That he's for you. He's not against you. And there is nothing that can separate you from his love right? Nothing that we do, nothing that we go through is going to shake God. And I want to encourage you with what Jesus told his disciples before Peter walked on the water. You know, this is what he said. He said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So as we look, continue to look to God with him at our right hand, we will not be shaken. And so I want to encourage us here, you know, what are some practical steps to, to increase our faith? I want to encourage us to get into scripture. Start with reading, you know, maybe the Gospel of John or start, start by reading a psalm a day. We increase our faith by reading and knowing and believing the word of God. And bring your burdens to Jesus. Whatever is shaking you recently, God cares about that. And he wants to continue to move in your heart. We'll remain unshaken as we continue to keep our gaze on Jesus. And we'll remain unshaken as our faith is in God's character and his promises and in his past faithfulness. Um, and so I'll, before we end, I just want to pray with everyone listening. Uh, and I know many of us, we might be shaken by something. And I believe that as we continue to look to God and get into his word and we increase our faith in who he is, that we will see God do the miraculous in our lives. And so let's pray. God, I thank you so much for who you are. God, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your word. God, I thank you that you are constant and that you are just so amazing, God. And Lord, I just wanna pray for every person here. God, in the midst of storms that they might be in, in the midst of uncertainties, and God, maybe they're just feeling shaky tonight. God, I ask that your Holy Spirit would just assure them of your presence, God. I ask that you would give them strength. Lord, would you give us wisdom in the days to come, God, that this is uncharted territory that we're stepping into. God, increase our faith in you. Increase our trust in you, Lord. God, help us to not be anxious about 
anything, God, but to give all of our burdens to you and to lay them down at your feet, God. Lord, I ask that you would increase our love for you, that in the next coming weeks, God, we would carve out that time that we can spend more time with you, Lord, because you are our one desire, God. May you be everything to us, Lord. God, I just pray your blessing over those who are watching and those who will watch, Lord. Um, God, thank you for your love for them. And God, I just pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said and typed, amen. Amen. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks, Caitlin. Yep. Hey, thank you guys again for uh, tuning in. What a powerful message that is. This week, take that moment to just take a deep breath and say, unshakable. You know, we are not shook. That was incredible. So, yeah, uh, just a reminder, connect with us on Discord. Uh, share this video with uh, somebody that you know, your coworker, your friend, your family. Send this to them this week. Really pray and uh, share truth with those people around you. Share truth for yourself. Get in the Word. Find some sermons online. Stay connected with us. Stay connected with God. So yeah, remember, Discord, um, virtual life groups. If you haven't gotten plugged in yet, find us. Connect with us. We will try to find you. Reach out and uh, let us know because that's what we want. So stay tuned for next week. And we are so excited. And may God bless you. And may he keep you safe. And may he give you opportunity to share his grace, truth, and love with everyone you come in contact with from six feet apart. So have a good night, guys.